yeah, it really comes from the heart. I, I guess that's that's how I felt about it. Hi, and welcome to the How Did You Write That Song podcast. I'm Paul Marsh. In this series, I'll have conversations with people who write songs. And I'll try to find out from them why they do it, how they do it, what sorts of things get in the way of their songwriting, and most importantly, how do they feel about their songs once they're finished. In each episode, we'll play a recording of the song we've been discussing during the show. So if you're a songwriter, or someone who would like to write songs but hasn't started yet, hopefully this podcast will be of interest to you. Let's get into it. Hi, and uh, welcome to episode two. And my guest today plays ukulele. She's a singer. She writes songs. Um, her name is Joanne Craigie. Welcome, Joanne. Thanks, Paul. Thanks for having me. No, that's great. And I should, uh, total disclosure, say that uh, Joanne and I do play together in a band called the Coolabai Collective. And uh, we have actually done some songwriting together. So, so that, you know, that's that's clear. Um, yeah, so welcome, Joanne. Thanks for coming along. Um, I'm, as you know, very interested in, in songwriting and I'm very uh, interested in the different ways people do it and the, and the things that get them into doing it. So my first question is, how did you get into songwriting? Well, I think it was probably a little bit random, I suppose. Um, and I dare say not the normal way that people get into songwriting. So um, I got into playing an instrument and probably a little bit more seriously a few years ago. Uh, and that led me to start playing with other musicians. And it was really nothing more than someone out of the blue saying, do you have any original songs? And I, I guess being a bit of a smart ass, said, well, no, of course I don't, but I could write one. So <laughs> I went home and wrote my first song. And I sort of thought, well, that was pretty good experience. Um, and so I'd never really thought about writing songs or being a songwriter. I was never sort of thinking along those lines. So I guess I didn't feel like I was a natural songwriter. But then I wrote a few more songs. Then you just were. And then a few more. And it's something that uh, maybe it comes naturally to me. I don't, I don't know if, if, if I could really admit that. Uh, but I do enjoy the process and I enjoy the finished product and mostly I enjoy collaborating with others, including you and others in, in our band, and bringing something to the table and seeing what others contribute contribute to it. And then when it's finished, it's just all, always so wonderful to play your own songs mm. and also the original songs that other musician friends write. So, mm. yeah, that's how I got started. So, um, and so you went through a chunk of your life not doing this and then you started. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, so, yeah, it's pretty funny when I think back about it. Um, and, you know, I'm not sort of doing a lot of songwriting now because other things do get in the way, but I think a lot about it. Um, uh, I tend to, I've got into this habit now, if I hear a quirky little phrase or I think about something, I hear a little story, I write it down. I'm a really good note taker. I've always been a note taker. <laughs> I write it down 
and um, for the purpose of, well, maybe if I've got another song coming at some point, I'll go back and have a look at notes and it can be a really good prompt. Yeah, so um, we've already got into the second question, which is about how you go about doing it. And so, so far you've sort of mentioned that you enjoy collaborating with others and bouncing ideas around and you, you keep little stores of ideas on pieces of paper or maybe digital devices. and The phone. The phone, the yeah. Phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very handy. So is that um, their lyric ideas or are they riffs or musical ideas, melody ideas? It's mostly lyrics. It's mm-hmm. mostly words. Um, and, look, I think to me there's still a lot of mystery about songwriting, mm-hmm. how it how it happens. Um and I don't really think too much about the method, but the songs that I have written have all followed the same path, mm-hmm. which is starting. Um, so yes, I've got my iPhone and I've got little notes and things about things I've heard. But really, when I sit down to write a song, it's always actually just noodling around on the instrument mm. and coming up with a chord progression, maybe a little riff, something like that, uh, maybe a little hook um, and then taking it from there. And it's always the words have to fit the melody. Mm-hmm. And so it seems to me that the melody drives the feeling of the song. So you might come up with some lyrics you were saying first and then test them with with, with melody it's kind of the other way around, really. Okay. So the so the lyrics for me are just uh, random ideas. Nothing. Um, it's not like writing a poem, then thinking, oh, yeah. oh, "Okay, now I need to put some music to it." It's always the other way around. The music helps the lyrics come mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then obviously, uh, I was just sort of saying there's a couple of ways. One is that there's a lyric and it's got a meter, and you and you and you come up with a melody that fits. Yeah. Up. Or the other way around, got this great riff and you've got these lyrics but you've got to kind of squeeze them in so you might have to kind of adjust them along the way depending on how it goes. Yeah, that's more how it works for me. But, um, you know, as as I said, it doesn't – there's no sort of hard and fast rules Um, and I I would say I do deliberate over the lyrics for sure. So I think about that but but then in in the scheme of things I don't actually spend a lot of time Hmm. on finishing a song and I've – I've heard other people, you know, who are songwriters will have a whole bunch of songs that are unfinished and they come back to them at various points, can be years, mm, yeah, you know. Yeah. I, that's not me at all. Like I, I, this, the way I like to do things is start something and finish it and that's it. It's a bit like so, the Bob Dylan in the back of the taxi. By the time you get to the yeah. destination, the song's written. Yeah, the yeah. And actually the very last song I wrote <laughs> Uh, I wrote on the train going from Canberra ah, to Sydney. There you go. Um, and the sad thing about that was I left it on the train. Oh, no. <laughs> Were you able to remember any of it? No. Oh, oh, a pill has been lost. Well, you never know. There might be some somebody who picks it up and then and carries yeah. on the good work. So if there's anyone out there that um, found a song about monarch butterflies right. um, riding around on a train, send it back to Paul Marsh at this address. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. Okay, so there's obviously a whole lot of things that um, stim- uh, inspire you, stimulate you to to write songs. Are there things that, you know, get in the way? Are there roadblocks when you're songwriting? Well, it's really only time 
and it's something I would love to do a lot more of but it's just all those other, you know, daily mm. things that get in the way of, you know, working, family and all the other things that you have to do. And I think you really need to be in a really nice, to me you need to be in a nice space, have plenty of time, you know, whatever, doing whatever it is you do to make you feel creative and relaxed. Mm. Mm. That's what you need to do. So, um, so there's not really roadblocks but it's just making that time in my life to prioritise, writing yeah. a few more songs. Yeah. Oh, it's great that you've been able to prioritise it in, enough to, to write some, yeah. a lot of songs yeah. Yeah. Um, so far. So we're going to go on and have a bit of a chat about a specific song uh, that you've written. So uh, we'll talk about it a bit and then we will play it so the listeners can hear the end result. So would you like to tell us the name of the song and, and a little bit about it? Sure. Well, it's actually the first song. It's that first song that I wrote <laughs> and the song is called No Sign At All. And I guess with all the songs I write this is sort of typical because it was about something that was going on in my life at the time. So I think that is one thing about songwriting to me. It needs to be authentic um, and I'd, writing songs where you sort of sit down and write, well, think, right, well, what sort of topics hmm. could be good for a song is kind of not where, it's not how I come at songwriting. It's hmm. it's already something that's happening, hmm. thinking about that. So anyway, so this song was um, at the time uh, someone in my family, was one of my kids actually, <laughs> was about to get married and uh, very exciting as it is for all families seeing your children get to that stage in their life. And um, we had the, the wedding was well underway for planning. The dress was bought, the ring was bought, the venue was booked, everything was done. And um, my, my kids sort of came and had a chat about feeling, wondering if it was the right thing to go ahead, which is a really interesting mm. Thing um, for anyone to do quite, in a way, quite brave mm. because to be really honest, I think, well, we all know a lot of marriages don't work mm. and maybe if more of us thought a bit more about is this actually the right thing to do, am I doing the right thing um, uh, and, you know, make a decision not to go ahead with it. So, so the next so, time the manual comes out, you know, the wedding manual, <laughs> step one, have you listened to No Sign uh, At All by Joanne Craigie? And then yeah. uh, if, if it's all fine after that, then go ahead. Yeah, right? yeah that's right. Yeah. So um, so there was a discussion about do you think it's the right thing to do or not? And, well, I think with your kids you always just support whatever they want to do, mm. you know, if, if, if it's right, if it's not right, you know, whatever. So there was a long discussion and then um, – at the end of the day, he decided not to go ahead with the wedding. And, so the, this, and this song came from that story? This song's about that. So it was um, a, a difficult period supporting both um, my son and his fiancée uh, because as the song is entitled, there was no sign at hmm. all that this was coming. And, yeah, so that's what the song's about. And I mm. guess 
in terms of the subject matter, that that was a very quick song to write. And it's quite a, a simple song lyrically, but mm. it uses a little bit of uses a few metaphors, like I, I do like to use metaphors in my yeah. songwriting. Um and I have to say, I still feel a little bit emotional about mm. performing this song because of um, the personal nature of it. Yeah. Well, uh, let's have a listen.
So that's No Sign at All, written by Joanne Craigie and performed by the Coolabar Collective. Joanne, I could see your emotional response there while we were playing it. So as you say, obviously it's still uh, an emotional subject. And um, uh, do, do you think that writing the song uh, was a, a good thing for, for, for you to do in relation to that subject? Well, mostly, except my son now says, watch out, if you do anything, she'll write a song about it. <laughs> oh, but he's been to a couple of gigs and heard that song oh, yeah. from yeah, performance, yeah. so he, he thinks it's okay, doesn't he? He thinks it's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. there you go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so and I, and I remember a little bit about obviously the, the way that came together because I had some involvement too and, and, um, and yeah, you had a, I think, um, a sort of a line that you were playing on your ukulele and you sang the song and then the rest of us all got given that, the rest of us in the band, and we all came together and kind of built it up into mm. the other parts. What did you think about that process? Well, I think the gold standard in songwriting is co-writing mm-hmm. and collaborating with others. And I, I, when you think about great songwriters and some of the greatest songs mm. that I enjoy, you know, uh, I'm thinking um, Lennon and McCartney, Fleetwood Mac, you know, Rolling Stones. They're they're all co-writing songs, and it it just adds mm. a fantastic dimension to anything that you do. And what I really love about that is that uh, the what what sort of comes back from what others contribute is always unexpected mm. and something that you don't think of musically yourself and it's others interpretation that I find I find that really exciting mm. yeah so you uh I, I know exactly what you mean you know you write a song and I might play it in the bedroom and then all of a sudden it, it gets turned into this whole other beastie doesn't it when <laughs> you, you you give it to a few other folk and they put their input in and, and it's it's kind of the same but different uh, afterwards yeah and um it takes it in a direction that, that you think, oh, that's that's just great, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I wonder what it would be like if you didn't have that. So if you were just writing songs on your own without other people, uh, you know, that can be good too. You're going to end mm. up with exactly what, what you want. Mm. But um, I guess that's one thing for people to think about is um, opening up your songwriting to work with others and see where it takes you. Yeah. Well, it's um, that was great that we were able to, to, to play it and go through the story. Um, and I think you've sort of covered a little bit of this, but I, but I also wanted to ask you, what, what's songwriting done for you? You said that uh, before that you, you spent a big chunk of your life not writing songs and then, then you started. So what's it done for you? <laughs> uh, well, it definitely has kept me interested in playing music. It yeah. keeps it really fresh and... Uh, I sort of didn't realise how good and sustainable it would be writing songs to sort of keep things turning over and inspiring me to become a better musician. And when you think about it, if you sit in your bedroom and you play covers all the time, well, that's good too because you're still mm. developing as a musician yeah. and and you might be learning different styles and all sorts of things. And you might be, you know, stealing the odd, you know, riff or of chord progression or <laughs> lyric or maybe, maybe. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But, um, but again, I think if you're writing your own stuff, it's just sort of next level and mm. that certainly keeps me 
interested. Um, yeah, and I think it also provides a sort of an outlet uh, for collaboration with other people as well and mm. that's a good thing too. Again, thinking about if you were playing covers, I don't know if that would be as much fun. Mixing it up's great too. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's also given me a creative outlet and it's, that is really satisfying and you know, songwriting is very confessional. Mm. Yeah, sure is. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I think also it sort of creates a piece of art that lives mm. on. Like the song you just played, as I said, that's the first song I wrote, so that's just a few years back now, but mm. there it is for eternity. Well, <laughs> uh, the, the confessional aspect of it is interesting too to me because I, I think people are able to bear their souls in songs in a way that they might not be able to if they tried to say it. Um, uh, and, and they can tell a story in a, in a way that is different. Mm. Um, and and my, my sense of this, um, this song is that obviously something that was happening in your, your family at the time, but it's not probably something you'd, you'd be able to, to, to relate in the same way to the world as you've done in this song, you know, where the story's told. Um, but because it's a song, it's somehow uh, uh, th that confessional aspect of it uh, yeah. comes through or the, 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 the aspect that really kind of like tells the whole story. Yeah. And I guess in a way you have to be very succinct in telling the story mm. as well. Um, but that, that is true, um, that it's not the sort of thing you just sort of go and talk about. But, yeah, you sit down and write a song and... Yeah, it really comes from the heart. I, I guess that's that's how I felt about it. Fantastic. Well, from your songwriting experience over the last few years, what would be one thing you'd like to share with someone who was writing their very first song? One thing. Oh, you can have a can couple. Can I have a couple? Yeah, you can have a couple. <laughs> well, I think... One thing is to listen to a lot of music. The more mm. music you listen to, the more styles of music, the more music that you get into, I think you would always be a better songwriter. Um, just immerse yourself in, in lots of – and when you're listening to music, thinking about your own songwriting too because you can also uh, – I know there's been times where I've, I've heard something so uh, a note might drop down – to another note unusually or I don't know, some something a bit odd and you can use that yourself in a song. So that's that's one thing. And uh, the other one which is a sort of relates a little bit to leaving the song on the train is record everything mm. you do. And there's a number of times I've come up with something, a nice little riff and I've played it and played it and played it and you're just going round and round. And then I, oh, the phone rings. <laughs> and then I'll go off and do something else and then come back. And now what was that again? Mm. So that's something I do now as I'm mucking around. Yeah. I'll just hit the, the recorder on the phone so I've got it. I'm, I'm, I'm certainly <laughs> hoping to, through the course of this series, hear some great stories about somebody who they're in the middle of some important work thing and they suddenly had to quickly nip out uh, and, <laughs> and go somewhere quiet and, and, and sing or, or, or hum a little riff into a phone because otherwise they'd forget <laughs> it for later. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, anyway, I'm, uh, I'm 
taking the train to Sydney on the weekend, wow. so I'm going to have a look around under the seats yeah. uh, on, on that trip. You never know. You never know. There might be some, uh, <laughs> you know, interesting humming going along from the, <laughs> from the ticket collector or something like that. Yeah. Well, Joanne, thank you so much for um, coming along to being interviewed for episode two of the um, How Did You Write That Song podcast. And it's been great to chat about your song and about your songwriting experiences. Thank you for having me, Paul. It's been a pleasure. That's great. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be back with another episode hopefully shortly. Um, my name's Paul Marsh and, and I was interviewing Joanne Craigie today. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of How Did You Write That Song? If you liked what you heard, please share with your friends and follow the How Did You Write That Song Facebook page where I'll be regularly providing updates about the show. It'd also be great to get your feedback, so please leave a rating or any comments on Facebook, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Catch you next time.